I'm Alan Lido for 91.3 WUKY, where it is time for another edition of Saving Stories with Dr. Doug Boyd from the Louis B. Nunn Center for Oral History in the UK Libraries. It's a segment where we feature interviews from the collection. Good day to you, Doug. It's good to be here. Uh, Doug, yesterday we talked about the 60th anniversary of the Civil Rights March on Frankfurt that will be commemorated, actually, this coming Tuesday. We heard from Georgia Davis Powers and Kentucky Governor Ned Breathitt, and today we're going to hear from some of the marchers. A few years ago, the Nunn Center partnered with the city of Frankfurt, filmmaker Joanna Hay, and historian Dr. Ledetta Grimes to record 11 new interviews documenting the experiences of participants in the 1964 March on Frankfurt. Since it's Women's History Month, I thought I'd focus on three young women who were all in high school at the time of the march. The first clip is with Sylvia Harris from Bryan Station High School here in Lexington. We must have left maybe around 9 o'clock in the morning. And, of course, on the buses we were singing and, you know, uh, very excited about what we were uh, on our way to uh, seek to accomplish. I recall we probably turned around 5 o'clock. In the evening, as I recall, it was beginning to get dark. And, of course, by the time we got back to the church, it was very dark. So do you remember what kind of songs you sang on the bus as well? The same songs. Uh, This may be the last time we shall overcome. Every time I feel the spirit. We we mostly sang Negro spirituals Mm -hmm. during those days. And if if it were necessary to change the lyrics to fit the occasion, which was what we did. Sharon Mitchell rode up on a bus from Berea where she had teachers saying they didn't want her to go. We we come from a strong-willed family, so uh, the women just don't take no uh, kindly. Uh, (laughs) So uh, that just meant (laughs) full steam ahead, we're going. Now, I grew up in, in Berea, right? I had never seen so many black people in my whole life because from Capitol Avenue, from the bridge straight up to the Capitol was wall to wall. I'm talking about up on the porches and in the yards, wall to wall black people. And that's what I remember the most. Barbara Short Hudson from Harrodsburg, Kentucky, rode up on a school bus that day. It was cold. I think that's why we all stayed in a group because we could huddle up together where we could keep the wind off of us in the rain. But... Being there with that group of people, I guess it just made you feel warm all over. You know, you say, this many black people in one place, we're here for something special. We're doing something that's never been done before. So it just, when we got there to the margin and after we start moving, and we had to walk slow because they was marching slowly, so it was marching slow, but we had to wait a long time because I think Dr. King was late getting there. Something had was going on and he had to do something before he got there. But when he got there, we started, like I said, started late. And I could hear the Kentucky State Band was there. They was beating the drums. So we was we was back there acting crazy with the drummers, you know, you know how we get. We was just having a good time. So then we walked on down there and stood and we listened to Jackie Robinson, Peter Paul and Mary and all those people speaking and stuff. And then finally, here comes Dr. King. Later in the interview, Barbara Short Hudson reflects on her experiences that next day in school. And we went in to the principal's office because she had to get an an, uh, excuse to get back into class because we'd missed today. 
So we put down, we had been, we didn't lie. We went to the march on Frankfurt. I can't, I can't let you back in here. He said, you're going to have to get an F for the day because that's not an excused absence. So how is it we go to the, something that's for history and we're going to get an F for the day? This is crazy. And they, one, one of my, Linda, she started crying. I said, I'm not going to be crying. I said, I'm going to make some calls here. Somebody's going to do something about this because we're not going to take no F for the day. I said, these kids go to Florida with their parents on vacation. I want to just reiterate the fact that these three women were in high school at this time. As we mentioned in the previous episode, the bill didn't pass in 1964, but it did in 1966. And it was what Martin Luther King characterized as, quote, the strongest and most comprehensive civil rights bill passed by a southern state, unquote. And all of these interviews are available online. Yes. As usual, KentuckyOralHistory.org. Doug Boyd from the Louis B. Nunn Center for Oral History in the U.K. Libraries has been our guest again on Saving Stories. Have a good one. Thanks for having me.